Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Welcome back to SCN, the roundup with Jordan Canellis here. You can send us a text on the text line, 0433-981116. One of Australia's best boxers right now who fights in the bantamweight division. Depending on which publication and website you read, he will rank somewhere in the top five to six in his weight class right now. He's a genuine contender as well in every fight he appears in. 29 years old from Mitcham, Victoria. His name is Jason Mayhem Maloney. And he's here on SEN. Hello, Jason. Welcome. Thanks, mate. Appreciate your time. Where do we find you right now, Jason? What city are you in? I'm uh, still in Las Vegas, mate. Um, obviously, I fought here on Saturday, um, but my brother fights here next Saturday, two weeks after mine. So I've, uh, I'm hanging around and um, cheering him on and, and um, hoping that he will. Put a smile on everyone's faces after my defeat. Who uh, he'll he'll change, he'll make us all happy men, and uh, he'll win his world title on Saturday. So I'll hang around for that, and then I'll we'll head home as a team back to Kingscliff uh, a few days after his fight. Excellent. I will chat about Andrew in just a second because I am keen to get your preview on that fight. Uh, just as a side note, firstly, how interested have you been in the in the U.S. election, given you are over there at the moment? Yeah, well, it uh, it all seems pretty full on. I I sort of stay out of out of politics, especially when it's when it's not involved in Australia. So I've uh, I've sort of stayed out of it. I haven't watched too much of the news, but it's um it's certainly been pretty full on and uh, a bit crazy over here at the moment. This time last week, you were uh, around about this time last week. You were you were in the ring against Naoya Inoue, who is one of the uh, pound for pound one of the best boxers in the world. Uh, unfortunately, you lost that fight, but he is he is a, a class above not just well not just that weight division, but but everyone almost in boxing he is one of the, the best fighters going around. Noya, anyway, I thought you held up pretty well actually in that fight. How have you reflected and recovered since seven days ago? Yeah, obviously, uh, I'm extremely disappointed, mate. I uh, came over here to shock the world and achieve my dream of becoming the number one bantamweight in the world and. And, uh, you know, beat a man that most people sort of think is, is unbeatable. A lot of guys have a newy rated as maybe the number one pound-for-pound pound fighter, so the best fighter on the planet at the moment. But I believed I had what it, what it takes to beat him. Uh, I wanted to roll the dice and test myself against the best and went into that fight fully believing that I, I had what it takes to beat him. But unfortunately, um, it wasn't to be. Uh, I didn't quite perform at my best and... Full credit to him. As you said, he's an incredible fighter, but unfortunately, I, I didn't do enough to beat him. Um, so, yeah, it's been very disappointing, but just got to learn from it, mate. Um, move on. Um, I'm only young. I'm, I'm sure I'll get another opportunity to become world champion. So we'll learn from it. Um, come back better and stronger next year and hopefully get another chance to become world champion. What what did you learn from fighting Inoue? Because I'm sure you'd learn a lot from being in the ring alongside him. What did you learn from that fight? What did you take away from it? Yeah, look, he he's extremely good. And when it comes when it comes to you know two men in the ring, you, you got to try and fight your fight and take control. And 
he's very good at controlling the ring and, and sort of dictating how the fight goes and, and, and making you sort of fight uh, and fall into some of his traps. Um, he's extremely fast, as I found out. Uh, basically shots that sort of put me down. I just, just didn't see him. They uh, were incredibly quick and he's, uh, yeah, he's, you know, he is where he is at the moment and regarded as maybe the best fighter on the planet because he's extremely fast and uh, and uh, got some pretty devastating knockout power. So it was a good experience. I learned a lot from the fight. Um, you know, with my mentality and any and any fighter's mentality, I still woke up the next day and, and wanted to wanted to fight him again. And I, I still believe that I that I can beat him. But um, unfortunately, it's about performing on the night. And he was too good for me last Saturday. What did you feel you did well within that fight? I thought probably after the third round, I think you started to to uh, adjust to the tempo that that he was setting, and you you're able to keep up with him a bit more. And and later in the fight, you you did rock the head a couple of times. You you landed a couple of good, I think it was left jabs on him that just knocked the head back a few times. Did you feel like you were getting comfortable as the fight went on? Yeah, I started to adjust to his speed a little bit, um, and. And and his distance, he's very good. When I say speed, his hand speed's amazing, but his, his foot speed, he's, he's in and out. He's in and out of range. So when you want to punch, he, he's out of range and you can't hit him. And then he, you know, launches in and and gets his shots off before you even realise that he's that he's close enough to get you. So I, I managed to sort of work out his distance and and started getting myself into the fight. And as you said, my jab was starting to land. Well, and then I started to build on that. I wanted to try and after I was getting a few jabs, I wanted to start trying to get some right hands on him and, and trying to hurt him and, and really earn some respect. But um, as I said, he, he was in sh- extremely quick. And as I opened up, he caught me with a flush right hand. And, uh, you know, I was I was in the fight to win it. And I went out on my shield and he, he caught me flush. But um, that's all right. You, you live and learn. Um, I'll move on from this. And then come back much stronger, and I, I believe that I can that I can still beat, you know, everyone in my division. Um, unfortunately, on the night he was just too good for me, but uh, give me another chance, and I reckon I, <laughs> I reckon I can turn it around. How did you start your boxing journey, Jason? What first attracted you to the sport? Sort of fell into it by accident, really, mate. I, I'm a twin, as I touched on earlier, and me and my brother used to fight a lot in the house, just two competitive young teenagers who, who loved to scrap. And uh, we, we were playing Aussie Rules footy and both wanted to be AFL players. And in the off-season, we weren't really doing too much and we thought, let's go down to a boxing gym, get super fit and try and get a get an edge on the rest of the competition and come back at, at the start of pre-season, you know, in really great shape. And started boxing and just fell in love with it, mate. And then... Um, from then, we were trying to juggle footy and boxing, and it just wasn't working. So we decided we need to make a decision, which one do we want to do? And both myself and my brother, Andrew, chose chose to stick with boxing. And, um, yeah, it's turned out to be a wise choice, I think. <laughs> where do you – absolutely. Where, where do you go from there? Where do you start looking for, for competitive fights? Where does, the, where does the pathway lead for young boxers in Australia? Um, yes, yeah, so after we trained for a few years and decided we wanted wanted to take it more serious, we started some amateur competitions. Um, and yeah, we we both had about eighty amateur fights. Um, we represented Australia at the Commonwealth Games together. 
Uh, Andrew won the gold at the Glasgow 2014 Commonwealth Games. Um, we both wanted to be Olympians, unfortunately missed out, and then decided that we're going to turn professional and, and chase world titles and be as the best we could be and, and see how far we could go in this sport. And, um, yeah, I unfortunately fell short of living that dream of becoming world champion on Saturday night, but my brother Andrew's got the chance this coming Saturday, Sunday, Australia time, mm-hmm. uh, to win a world, to win his world title back and become a two-time world champion. So it's um, it's certainly been a great journey, and Andrew can make it make it all worthwhile on a Saturday night. When did you when did you know you were ready to turn pro? So from going from from an amateur to a pro is a a big step for a, for any boxer to take. When did you know you were ready to do that? Um. You've once the only thing with with amateur boxing and professional boxing is once you make the move to a professional boxer, you can't then go back to amateur. So you can't then go to the Olympic Games or the Commonwealth Games or anything like that. So for us, we wanted to go as far as we could in the amateurs. Um, we both wanted to be Olympians. As I said, unfortunately missed out. And then we set out sights on the Commonwealth Games and both went to the Commonwealth Games and Andrew won a gold medal. And then we sort of felt that we done all we could as amateurs and we weren't getting any younger. So it's time to make the movement and start um, chasing the world titles and, and go as far as we could go. So it was, a, it was a pretty easy decision for us. But I guess for any young boxer, it's about getting as much experience as you possibly can in the amateurs. Have as many fights as you can, you know, fight all the different styles uh, and get as much... It's almost like doing your apprenticeship. Once you turn professional, you want to be... Uh, very comfortable in the ring and, you know, comfortable facing any different opponent that you can possibly face. So that's what it's all about. In in boxing, um, so if I was to compare boxing maybe to tennis, for example, I know tennis players have to be very self-sufficient. They sort of have to pay their own way to travel around the globe and to take their team with them and they have to sort of pay for their own hotels. A lot of the, the lower-ranked players, obviously, I'm sure the Roger Federer's of this world are okay, but... But in terms of mm-hmm. boxing, are they? Is it a similar setup? Are you? Is is a lot? Is a lot of your your travel fees and your hotel accommodation coming out of your own back pocket? Yeah, uh, along the journey, mate. It's it's a very it's a very um, rough journey. There's not much support, um, especially in the amateurs. You you're not really getting any funding or anything like that, and you're not getting paid. So when you're trying to go to the Olympics and the Commonwealth Games and everything, you, you, you're making no money at all. Uh, then when you start in the professional, so I guess for your first 20 or so fights, you, you're really earning peanuts. And luckily enough, we've had some really great sponsors behind us that have backed us and believed in us and allowed us to chase our dreams and, and box full time. Um, and now, I guess once you start fighting and headlining, big world title fights overseas, uh, the money does get better. But it's uh, it's certainly been a, a big investment from us and, uh, you know, a few rough years. But it's been um, it's been us chasing our dreams and nothing's, nothing's going to stop us from doing that. So we've uh, made all the sacrifices and hopefully we start getting some good success in the, in the next few years and it all pays off. Absolutely, and I guess a lot of it also helped when I think it was the middle of last year. You and you and Andrew uh, had the opportunity to to sign with Top Rank Boxing, one of the, the big promoters around the globe. How did that opportunity with Top Rank come about? 
Yeah, that's right. We are very fortunate to be signed to Top Ranks. They're the, the, the best and biggest promotional company in the world. So very, very grateful to be signed to them. Uh, and for us, getting that opportunity, basically, as I said, we... We had to do it the hard way. We we worked ourselves up all the all the world rankings and got about 20 wins under our belts and, and got ourselves rated within the top five uh, in the world in all the ratings. And then once you get yourself right up the ratings like that in your you know in line for a world title shot, then some of the big promotional companies will will start to take an eye for you. And luckily, Top Rank were interested in myself and my brother and liked the way we fought and thought we're pretty marketable and they've um yeah they've uh, been absolutely wonderful mate in a year like this year that's been so bad for, for so many fighters in Australia with uh the whole COVID situation a lot of guys haven't even fought this year but mm. luckily for us we assigned a top rank and they've got us over here and given myself and my brother two of the biggest opportunities of our career you know we've headlined two massive shows at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas which is mecca of boxing so it's been an unbelievable year for us and um yeah very grateful that we signed a, such a great promotional company do you keep an eye on on other aussie boxers i think back here in australia just because it's the, the fights have been in australia there's been a lot of talk recently about tim chu um george cambosos is another one that's coming through do you keep an eye on, on how they're going and, and and what they're doing in their careers yeah, definitely, mate. Um, I'm a big boxing fan, so I'm always keeping a close eye on, on all the fights and especially the Aussies. Um, yeah, mate, I, I want uh, the sport to grow as much as it possibly can in Australia. So I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm rooting for all the Aussies. I want all, all the fighters to do the best they possibly can. And the more success we can have uh, in Australia and overseas, and you know, the the more world titles we can win and the more recognition we can bring to the sport, the better. So it's great to see that we've got a good young crop of fighters coming through and hopefully all of Australia will get behind them and will uh, help Aussie boxing grow as much as we possibly can. Bantamweight boxer Jason Maloney with us here on SEN. Jason, what, what kind of, what style of boxer would you consider yourself? How do you, how would you identify your style of fighting? Um, bit of an all-rounder, mate. I, I'd say I'm a pretty aggressive um boxer puncher i do like to get on the front foot and, and be quite aggressive and got a decent knockout ratio so decent knockout percentage so i think i can throw them pretty well and i think the fans like to see the knockout so it's something that i i do focus on quite a lot and I like to just bring some big excitement to my fights make sure that everyone leaves and says can't wait to see that guy fight again and then your twin brother, as you said, Andrew, who's fighting in a week from now, also a boxer in a slightly different weight class, just a little bit below you weight-wise. But stylistically, are you guys, are you similar fighters? Yeah, similar. He's He's got a high output. He's a real uh, workhorse. He, he throws a ton of punches. Um, but yeah, he, he's probably the more I get. He probably throws more. Uh, I, try and, I try and pick him and, and make him. Make him, make him land, and make him, yeah, <laughs> make him count. But um, yeah, we've got a we've got a similar style. And um, mate, Andrew's been training the house down. He's he's looking phenomenal at the moment. So can't wait to watch him in action next 
next week and um, become Australia's newest world champion. Absolutely. That'll be on uh, Sunday, Sunday afternoon-ish Australian time, depending on how long the card goes for. It's a big card as well. The main event, Terence Crawford, one of the best pound-for-pound boxers in the world, going up against Kel Brook. And then your brother is the, uh, is the second last event on the main card, which is great, fantastic stuff. Um, his opponent, Josh Franco, they fought earlier this year. Andrew wants his belts back. What kind of fight do you expect? Yeah, I can't wait for a mate. As you said, this is a rematch. Andrew unfortunately lost to Franco in June, but Andrew just didn't perform um, in June when they first fought. And unfortunately, at the top level, you can't afford to do that. So he was beaten on the night, but it was just nothing like Andrew's Andrew's best. And the way Andrew's bounced back, uh, he's got a real fire in his belly, and he really wants his belt back. So. He's been training the house down and he's been performing really well in the gym. So really looking forward to seeing him get in there and get his redemption and win his belt back. And uh, I'm expecting him to do that in really impressive fashion. So hopefully everyone in Australia can tune in. As you said, Sunday afternoon in Australia on main event. Um, cheer him on and... Uh, Let's uh, let's see him bring bring his world title back back to Australia. Absolutely. And finally, Jason, what's up next for you guys? So once this fight's done on the weekend, what's on the horizon for the Maloney twins? Uh, well, that'll be it for the rest of this year, unfortunately. But we'll get back to the gym. We'll be working hard as always, and I'll be looking to bounce back and have a, a massive 2021. And hopefully next year uh, will be my year, uh, the year that I become a world champion. And We'll have, have a couple of belts. Andrew obviously win his world title this weekend and then I'll, I'll win mine next year and then we'll, uh, we'll take over and dominate our divisions for the next uh, six, seven, eight years, however long we box. But um, it's all about us winning these belts and um, looking forward to seeing Andrew do that on, on the weekend and then it'll be my year next year. Brilliant stuff, Jason. Good luck to Andrew this weekend and uh, and good luck to you for the for the career ahead. I'm looking forward to watching more of it. Thank you, mate. Thanks, mate. Really appreciate it. Jason Maloney, Australian boxer with us here on SEN this Sunday night. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.